there. It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's time for Ed. And it's time for Sean. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 280, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. 280, huh? 280. Wow. Sorry, hold on a second. <coughs> I'm starting to lose my voice. Yeah. I'm getting all, like, froggy. <laughs> oh, no flies on me. <laughs> <laughs> From Little Rascals. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> Little kid with a deep voice. Hey, Froggy, my name is, my name is Froggy. I'm just not only this video. Uh-huh. This time here on Geeks, we talk about the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> Actually, we do talk about the news. That's right. We also tell you what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD this mm-hmm. week. Um, why Sean's going to get up early on Tuesday <laughs> on his day off. Um, and we tell you what's coming out in video games. Mostly it's the news. Yeah, mostly. But they said releases of, of movies and, and video games. But then we, a lot of Marvel talk. A lot of Marvel talk. Time. But I think the most interesting discussion is is <laughs> DC. DC and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. <laughs> Lines have been drawn in the sand for this one. That's right. So why don't you sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And I will have two bonus Oh, boy. Can't wait. See you at the end, folks. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live here on AquabotNetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Rocknet Radio on those apps. All right. So, um, what's shaking? What's shaking, bacon? Yeah, what's coming out in the video on Blu-ray? I'm glad you asked. Let's find out. Yes. Uh, Thor Ragnarok's coming out this Tuesday on Blu-ray, 4K, and DVD. Oh, Sean's getting up early. Best Buy. <laughs> Stacy will stay home today. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting up to go do that. <laughs> on your own. <coughs> All right. Uh, the Man Who Invented Christmas is also coming out on Blu-ray. This was a short-lived movie, I think, during the uh, holiday season. It's about uh, Dickens uh, creating the Christmas Carol uh, story line that, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, no, I'm just chuckling because every time I, I, I know Dickens wrote it, but I always think of Scrooge. Right. And he's like, we don't want to scare the Dickens at everybody this Christmas. This Christmas. And he's like, the Dickens. Nobody gets me. <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry. What else is coming out? NFL Super Bowl 52 champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, a oh. combo Blu-ray and DVD pack coming out. Oh, I'm going to have to buy that one. <laughs> it's historic. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Dark Crystal, the anniversary edition is also coming out uh, this week. If uh, if you're a Dark Crystal fan, uh, actually it was re- uh, released in the theaters in February uh, for two showings. Uh, but now you can get the anniversary edition on 4K and Blu-ray. All right. And this one I thought was interesting. Six Degrees collection of Kevin Bacon movies. Wow. The Big Picture from 1989. Flatliners from 1990. Hollow Man from 2000. Trapped from 2002. In the Cut from 2003, and Where the Truth Lies, 2005. There's a lot of Kevin Bacon movies that I did not see. <laughs> and only like one, maybe two good ones. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, the first Howie Mandel special is coming out on DVD this week. Wow. So if you, if you miss his comedy antics, now's your chance to. I might have to get that because I was a huge Howie Mandel fan. I mean, it's probably going to be dated, though. That's the problem. How, which, what year is that? Uh, good question. Doesn't Sorry. say here on on the. Uh, I apologize. It looks, it looks really. If you go down to the bottom, it's you could see it, and he's got still has his hair. So that's oh, how. Oh yeah, it is. that's how old it is. Yeah, never mind. I'm gonna have to pass on that one. <laughs> a Donnie Darko special edition is coming on Blu-ray and 4K this week. If you're a Donnie Darko fan, I am. <laughs> and that is all I have for Blu-ray and DVDs. Are there any honorable mentions you'd like to add to the list? Um, it's a Criterion Collection, Donnie Darko. Yes. Mm. Don't you have Donnie Darko already? I do. That's and the second one? No, I don't have the second one. I refuse to acknowledge the second one exists. I, I feel like... The okay, ex- okay, and I just missed you. Apparently, it just popped up here. Death Wish is coming out on Blu-ray. It's this Tuesday Yeah, as the well. original. Yeah, I, With- I, 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 was, I was more focusing on... I see a bunch of movies got repackaging... Uh, like Eon Flux, Barbarella, the two Lara Croft movies, 13 Hours, Shooter, uh, Terminator Genesis, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Like a bunch of new <laughs> covers. And I'm kind of curious. I'm like, they look like steel books. Because I'm like, oh. Stacy shaking her head at me. No. No, they are not steel books. Okay, just fresh packaging. Just fresh packaging. Right. Package. Yeah, because there's also Arrival. Uh, Tom Cruise is J- Jack Reacher, and also Never Go Back. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, and The Wolf of Wall Street is also on that list. Yeah, so I saw a Ghost in the Shell, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a nice cover." Yeah, that is a nice cover. <laughs> it might be a slip cover, though. Oh, and oh, Pain and Gain apparently, and World War Z is also on that list as well as repackaged movies. I know. Um, we call it uh, Pain and Gain is really good. I, don't, I, I have it. I don't know if you ever saw that one. No, I have not seen that. One. It's Mark Wahlberg and The Rock. It's about like uh, these two guys who. Started like a, a gym, and it was, it was really, really good. Kind of funny, too, in some certain moments. But it's weird knowing that it's based on a true story. Yes. And it actually, at the end of the movie, it, what do you call it, um, explains, like, how it's a true story, and it, it came from this this murder, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. That might be maybe a Thursday night movie. There you it's, go. It's pretty good. Um, but as far as my pick of the week, um... I'm looking here. I don't really see anything jumping out at me. You know? Uh, yeah, nothing. The Hammer films. Double features. Yeah, nothing. I'd say it's a average kind of list. Yeah. Nothing too big and fancy. All right. Well, then what else you got there, right? Uh, video games. We have uh, Scribblenauts Showdown by Warner Home Video Games for the PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. And that's a Tuesday release. All right. Life is Strange Before the Storm by Square Enix for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. This one's a weird one, though, because um, I don't know. Have you played Life is Strange? No, I have not. It's it's one of those, like, um, choose-your-own-adventure type things, but this girl has the ability to kind of, like, see the future and change things. Mm-hmm. This movie, is this game is, uh, like, a prequel. And I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I thought she found her powers before, during that game. Whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> Uh, sure, whatever. I mean, if you're a fan of the Life is Strange, definitely pick that one up. All right. All right, what else? TT uh, Isle of Man, Ride the Edge by Big Ben for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. All right. Final Fantasy Fifteen Royal Edition by Square Enix for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. Uh, that's right. Yeah, it's the, like, the game of the year edition of the game. All right. 
Then we have Bravo Team VR for by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PS4, and that's also a Tuesday release. Uh, yeah, I think I saw it already. Comes with like the the gun accessory if you don't already have it when you bought Farpoint. Okay. All right. What else? Surviving Mars by Paradox Interactive for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Thursday release. <whistles> weird. That is a weird one. All right. So, uh, and that's all I have for video games uh, this week. That's all it's coming out. So pick and choose, kids. Pick and choose. Ah, uh, yeah. I got nothing out of that that list. <laughs> yeah. You know? All right, what else you got there coming out in... Uh, that, that, that's it. So I'm sorry. I meant, like, what's going on in the news, Ed? What's going on in the news? Oh, by the way, sidebar, uh, while we were on break, Stacy filled out her Oscar ballot. Yes. You know, I just figured I, I, I know at least one winner. I don't know if you want to do a quick check. I don't know if you got the other ones. I have them all. Yes, I do. Uh, Sam Rockwell won for Best Supporting Actor. Sam, ooh. <laughs> so let's see here. Best Supporting... Well, Cecilia picked Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. So, no. I picked Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World. Uh, that's what I picked, too. Shit. That's what you picked. And Stacy picked... I have no idea. <laughs> she just got... She went with her feeling. Woody Harrelson for Three oh, Billboards Outside I to get right. Ebbing, no, Missouri. I was telling Sean, as I'm filling it out... I more so filled out who I wanted to get it, not who I thought was going to get it. <laughs> I was like, I like Woody Harrelson. I want him to win. He did not. That's, that's you know. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. It's now checking off the wrong. Everyone, wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just actually checking off a, a correct ballot sheet so that way I can compare oh. all four so I know what the numbers to give you guys. When wow, that's very decide. methodical. There you go. All right. Congratulations, Eric. Right. All right. All right, so let's get to the news. All right. Let's talk about Fox. The animal? No, the TV. The, the station? Yes. Well, that the or, or Fox it, company, movie company. You know, oh, okay. Like. You mean Disney? Well, <laughs> not just yet. The deal has not been finalized. It's oh. working through the process as we speak. So it's, it is going to be a done deal eventually, just not right now. Okay. Apparently, though, Fox is developing a movie. It's the Silver Surfer. <laughs> um, all right. Let me see. Let's, I'm going to post this real quick for you guys so you guys can see it. We'll do it on Twitter feed, and then it's going to go Facebook, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. You know the drill, kids. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're going full force. They're uh, pe- pedal to the metal to uh, make a movie for before Disney gets involved. In oh, <laughs> quick, before Disney gets involved, let's get this movie out. I mean, obviously, they're still making the – still under the Fox flag of uh, having um, Deadpool 2 as well as some other movies, but the, the the one they're working on really now in development is uh, Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. So they're so, trying to get as much much out of that, that that property from the Fantastic Four that they own before before they, Disney goes. Yeah, we'll just take that now. Yeah, because they because they figured you know they're, they're they they want to get something out of it before you know. Right, we've had this property for so long. We haven't done anything for it. Now that it's crunch time, quick, let's make a movie because that always works. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't that called the uh, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four? <laughs> <laughs> of course, there is the Dark Phoenix saga, X-Men Dark Phoenix. They're, they're working on the New Mutants, which was pushed back again. And Channing Tanning's Gambit movie is still in development. <laughs> yeah, it's Fox. developmental hell, you mean. Yes. Ugh. 
They're also working on a Doctor Doom movie as well, but uh, that's not. Uh, that, yeah. That's probably not going to happen. Or you know, they're, they're saying that they're just 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 that they they kind of put it out there and they're going to. They're just going to throwing shit at the wall. See what sticks. sticks and see what they can keep. You know, basically until uh, Disney takes over. Disney says, "Yeah, you know what? We're taking your toys away. <laughs> <laughs> Let us show you how you really play with them." <laughs> All right. What yeah. do you think of a Silver Surfer movie being <laughs> done by Fox? I mean, okay, well, being done by Fox, um, kind of, if it's done right, it could be good, but it is Fox, so it probably <laughs> won't. Um, I mean, if you're doing an, uh, okay, you would have to do a Silver Surfer origin story. Yes. Um, that would mean you would need to bring Galactus in it. Yes. I don't know if anyone could correctly do Galactus. Last time on, um, in the Fantastic Four, the second movie with uh, Chris Evans mm-hmm. as Human Torch. Yes. He was kind of a of a looming cloud figure coming to Earth that would just suck planets up, right? Um, and it didn't really work well. I just don't know. I mean, okay, now you could probably pull off Galactus and the whole outfit, the purple outfit, and all that stuff. <laughs> I think, I think, um, studio, or the audience has now gotten so used to seeing characters in costumes and stuff like that that I think you can you could pull it off. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Fox is going to do it. I just, I mean, I just don't think they're going to, they're going to be able to pull it off correctly. I mean, I hope they do. I'm kind of meh about Silver Surfer. Didn't they do a movie with Silver Surfer in already? Yeah, yeah that Fantastic was the Fantastic Four Two: Rise, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Surfer. Yeah. Um, okay. No, 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 no. Like, I, <laughs> I just don't know. Like, you would have to do. It would have to be an origin story. It would have to. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I, you, you, you. You just don't want to start off with, I mean, because you, you go, well, if we're going to base it off of the Fox, you know, the, the uh, Fantastic Four 2 movie, you already saw Silver Surfer, and that's what they're going to do. Oh, I don't yeah, think they're going to do that. It's <laughs> going to be terrible, you know, but, like, you know, you're right. You you need to start an origin story. You need to start with Galactus and the whole the whole origin. I, I'm not too familiar with Silver Surfer's story a little bit. Uh, he was uh, um, a Silver on, Surfer, apparently. No, he was uh, like a normal, I wouldn't say normal person because he wasn't human. He was from another planet. Mm. And then as Galactus was looking for a new herald, the guy who to announce that, hey, Galactus is coming, you know, um, he tricks, I forget Silver Surfer's real name. I don't know if it's in the article. No. Um, he tricks him to becoming his herald um, in, and then kind of kind of screws him over. I think, cause he, I think he's going to save his planet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like, was. I won't eat yeah. your planet if you become the, uh, my herald. And he agrees, and then I could be completely wrong. So right now I could see a bunch of Silver Surfer fans go, "No!" He agrees, and then he becomes Silver Surfer, and Galactus is like, "Fuck you, I'm Galactus. I eat your planet anyway." Yeah, you know. And then he's doomed in a way to kind of serve Galactus for eternity because of this deal that he made. Yes, but every chance he gets, he kind of fucks him over. Yeah, like you know. So I kind of feel like. Where do you go with that as a movie? Like, I just kind of gave you the basic synopsis of what a movie that movie should be. Doesn't sound exciting, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I maybe it is, maybe it could be. I, mean, I, don't know. I don't know, but I don't know if Fox can pull it off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that's the trick. <laughs> that's the, and it's could Disney pull it off, really? I mean, that's the I, I again, I think Silver Surfer happens ha- would have to be kind of like how they play the Hulk as, okay. as like, hey, here's a Silver Surfer. We'll give you kind of like a brief, like, origin, mm-hmm. like maybe like in passing or in a flashback of some sort, because his origin's kind of boring mm-hmm. in a way, and then use him as like a like a a side character, like 
I mean, hate to say it, Infinity War would be a nice time to bring him in, you know, <laughs> but too late, you know. <laughs> um, I, I, why not just throwing everybody else in that in that ring? Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I just can't see. It. I just can't see him. Well, of course, I think the rumor mill now because because now per, uh, Disney purchased Fox's media. Fact is, is that like other characters could show up in the next Affinity War. Like we could have a right. Like, is there supposed to be a part? Not is there supposed to be a part two? Yes, there is. Okay, but I mean, who knows? But I think there's going to be like a like a bumper like at the end. You right at the end, all of a sudden you see like uh, a new Professor X and a new X Men team. Yeah, and they're like, oh. And you have to wait for you know, Infinity War two. Yes, you know, electric boogaloo. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, I don't know. Or like Iron Man looks off, and then all of a sudden he wheeling up is not only Professor Xavier, but also the Fantastic Four. You know, uh, Deadpool. Just everybody, like, yeah, we got them. Here they are, folks. <laughs> They're I, here, and we got them. Yeah, we enjoy kids. We got the whole set again. I, I don't know. Silver Surfer, I'm not really sure. Would you see it? I got Honestly, that's when I would have to see a trailer. Would you? Because I feel like even when, like, at least since I've lived here, every time a superhero movie comes out, we see it. Yes, that is true. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen 18 trailers <laughs> for Justice League, and everyone thought it was going to be shit, regardless of what it actually was, is neither here nor there. We still set our ass in that seat and watched it. We so, are like, still going to see Aquaman. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you're still going to go see Venom, no matter what your feelings about this Venom movie are. I forgot that's coming out. You're still going <laughs> to So, like, if a Silver Surfer movie comes out, good or bad trailer, I feel like we're still going to sit in that fucking theater. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I will. I, I, would, like to, I would like to say, <laughs> a part of me would like to say, no, of course not. I'm going to stand firm and say, uh-huh. I don't want to see it. I mean, see a trailer. But the real part about it is uh, it's a superhero movie. I kind of do want to say like, like, for good or for bad. Shit, we sat through that shitty Fantastic Four movie, and we knew it was going to go be bad going in. Yes. Like, that wasn't even one that... That even... answers my question. But, yeah. the, but the thing is, is that whether it's an enjoyable experience or we know it's going to be a chore that we have to do because we do a show right. based off of this stuff, so we have to go see it just because of that reason. That's the only... I mean, that's the excuse that y'all used. I, no, it is because I'll be show honest, or no show. I because think there, still be, sit. for the show, there were certain movies I wouldn't go see. Like I didn't really see the original. Um, well, not the original, but the uh, Thomas Jane Punisher in the theater. Right, yeah, neither did I. You know, I didn't think it was that great of a movie. Like it looked okay, but it, you know, and I saw the the DVD version of it. I'm like, oh, you know, it was it was okay. I'm glad I didn't go see it in the theater. So now y'all are obligated. Yes, got it. In some way, yeah. So I, I do kind of feel like the show does tether us to superhero movies or pop culture movies or y'all could be the voice of we're not going to take this shit no more yeah we'll be a real we're already a small fish in a big bucket in a big lake we'd be even a smaller smaller fish in an even bigger lake yeah everyone's got an opinion and we want our opinion to be heard just as much as everybody else whether or not be it it's horrible or it was awesome and You know, there's some people be like, "Oh, I gotta can't wait to hear what they gotta say about this." Yeah, yeah I kind of feel like <laughs> we kind of feel like we have to say something. <laughs> can't let them down. <laughs> okay, so what else you got there in the news, Ed? Guardians of Galaxy Volume Three. Interested okay. in seeing it? Oh uh, yeah, I like that group. Okay, what if you added a name to it? Would it would it entice you even more to go see it? Uh, it depends on who that name. I mean. I'm already going. You already have my ticket already pre-sold because yeah. it's Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, 
it would have to be a good name. I think it's a really good name. All right. Uh, you ready for the name? Yeah. Mark Hamill. Uh, okay. Um, I'm interested. The, uh, is, is there a confirmation, or is this more like two people talking to each other? Apparently, Mark Hamill is interested in being in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and James Gunn is interested to put him in the movie. Now, James Gunn apparently has been already working on a script, and they're going to start shooting the, the film next year sometime, uh, early next year. And uh, so they're not sure where, and it's, it's going to be a 2020 release date for it. Right. So they, you know, so they they've confirmed that they both are aware that you know he wants to be in it, and James Gunn's interested. But where they're going to put him in the movie, they don't know yet. So that's the make him a villain. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I I think you know what I I you already Mark what Ham- villain. What are they? <clears throat> see, I don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy like that. Like comic book wise, or uh, anything? not gonna be honest, neither do I. So, like, what villain? <clears throat> um, I honestly don't know. Um, I, like I said, not being a Guardians of the Galaxy fan or in the comic books, I really don't know who their villains, are. villains are. To have a moment with Baby Groot. Well, Baby Groot's no longer Baby Groot. Teenage Groot is that better? I'm sure. <laughs> I, I mean, it's more accurate. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he'll still be a teenager in Infinity War. No one I knows. Want what, to you, know? See, you know how I feel about Groot? I know. Baby Groot, son Groot, whatever he is. Right. I just want him to have that side-by-side moment with Mark Hamill. Well, just real quick. Yeah, well, dancing. Well, you know that, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like uh, it, it, apparently the, the, the internet is going crazy about Groot, apparently. Because yes. of what they the, what they were talking about, it apparently the seedling was his like his child, son. right? Yeah, it started off with someone making being bored and make a post like, "Who do you save, Baby Groot or Pork?" And there was this back and forth, and James Gunn got involved in it, and, you know, basically calling Porgs, you know, penguins, and you have a sentient <laughs> being who lived saved the galaxy, who helped save the galaxy, and all this <laughs> stuff. And you, how is how is that even a choice? And then someone said, you know, and eventually he had to go look. There's a great argument, all but. That's not Groot. Groot's dead. That's Groot's son. And everyone's like, oh, what? And he's like, well, because he actually died. It's not, you know. He said that if it was Groot, he would have known which button to push. I watched, I read the entire Twitter back and forth. <laughs> James Gunn was hysterical about the whole thing. It was, I mean, it was absolutely hysterical. But he's like, if it would have been, if it was Groot, Groot, like regular Groot, he would have known which button to push. Okay. And and I'm like, all right, but now to go back to the Mark Hamill thing, I, you're going to have Mark Hamill in basically a, another space adventure. Mm. All right, <laughs> everyone's going to associate it with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It's it's you can't avoid that. Right. The best way to to acknowledge it is by making him a villain. What villain? I don't know, but oh, I'm sure with Mark Hamill, it'll be a good villain. Mm. Um, and maybe throw in a couple Star Wars jokes because you figure if Peter Quill saw all three of them, you know, because he was he was taken in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So if it was after eighty three, you know, he saw four, five, and six. Yeah. So there could be a joke, a, a, a Star Wars joke from Peter Quill that would really hit hard. If at the right moment, I think Gunn could probably f- work it out to yeah. make it really be funny. But I, I just, or like you know. Or there's a moment where Mark Hamill says something about the odds, and the kid and Peter goes, "Never tell me the odds," and boom, and then you know, whatever, <laughs> like some sort of a Star Wars nod. Yeah, but I, I, I think kind of you have to make him a villain. I think, I think it would be good for him. Okay, you know, what do you think? 
I, it's just to have him in any film is great. Like Keep so, going, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, if he's just a, a cameo appearance, like a small little bit, you know you're going to get excited about it. Hopefully it's not like, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Trouble, uh, Trauma Pictures. Uh, what do you call it, Kurt Russell? No, no, uh, the first one. Oh, oh, right, right. What do you call it, um, Andrew Kaufman? Andrew yeah, Kaufman? Yeah. Andrew Kaufman, yeah, whatever. Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, yes. yeah. Like, the moment you see him, I'm like, ah, it's Lloyd Kaufman, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, just for a brief <laughs> moment, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so you don't hope it's not like Mark Hamill just kind of walks by and you go, eh, it's Mark Hamill. Fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I hope he's more into it than... Um... Then he then just, then just a walk in, yeah. a walk in bit part where you find him in a, what do you call it, a bar, <laughs> like some cantina, and he's drinking. He's like, You know who I am? I'm wa- I'm a wanted man. Just kind of, <laughs> I'm See, that'd be great. I'm wanted in 32 planets. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be careful. You'll be dead. And says it in like a joke voice. And <laughs> they cut his arm off. He's like, God, crap. The or, other arm gone. Or not again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or he already has the mechanical arm and someone chops off the other no, one. He's I'm like, ah. Oh. And Pierre goes, don't worry, he's armless. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. I'm, 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 I'm there anyway. So him being in, it's just, it's just a bonus for right. me. Okay. Cool. Right. That's what's for me. I'm, I'm, I'm just so in. It's what about you, sweetheart? I love him all the time. Right. So I just don't. If he's going to be a villain, I don't want him to be a villain that has a laugh. Oh, all right. Because you're afraid he'll do the Joker laugh? Can he do any other laugh? Um, He's an actor. I'm sure he could. <laughs> I don't mean can he as in like is he capable oh you figure can he like would he be automatically want to do the, the voice it, because it's a Marvel thing I don't want to see him as a villain and associate it with anything Joker related right you know what I mean because I guess like he did the trickster thingy or whatever yeah. but isn't like the trickster kind of like Joker yeah the trickster would be kind of like the Flash's Joker but right. an argument he was the trickster first before he got the voice of the Joker. No, no, no. I'm not. Saying, right. I'm. Okay. I'm just saying. To me, his greatest work is his voiceover as the Joker. Right. Phenomenal. I close my eyes. I think Joker. That's the voice I hear. No matter what, I can't do anything about it. I, I like him, so I want to see him in the Guardians. I mean, I want him to have like a little moment with Groot, just because I love them both. But if he's a villain, I just don't want to be like, oh, that's kind of Joker-ish. Gotcha. Like right. I want him to have different range, right? Where okay. that's not a possibility for me to think. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the only. I mean, either way, I'm there too because the soundtracks are great in those. Right. Movies, so, if nothing else, it's a good two hours of music. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, let's consider continue on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, yeah, since we're we're in that realm, one villain would like to return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One villain? Yes. Uh, do we get to play who? Sure. Let's play who. Okay. Um, is his, has his villain already been on film? Yes, he has. Um, right off the bat, I'm going to say Red Skull. Nope. Really? Uh, is it a, like the, the actor that played the villain wants to come back? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. And he wants to play the same character. Oh, see, now that, 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 things, that does change it? things because that character could be dead. The character is not dead. character is not dead. So a villain... In a Marvel movie yes. that didn't die, yes. who wants to come back? Yes. Recent Marvel movie? <sighs> I mean, okay, they have 10 years of movies. So yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. 
I'm not sure when this movie came out. It was it was after 2008? I'll tell you that. Um, all right. Well, um, is he like a, a villain? We all did he have a lot of screen time? Yes, he did. Okay, and it's an actor that we both like. Okay, see, right away, I want to say I think I know who it is, but I, I feel like if I say it, I'm going to knock the wind out of his sails. <laughs> have no, no, I no, seen this movie? Gonna... Yes, you have. You probably have. Um, Are you I... sure? Um, okay. <laughs> Just go ahead. I'm talking about my sales out because it's... Sam Rockwell. That's the one. Yes! I don't know who that is. He played uh, Hammer in uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man 2. 2. Oh, okay. okay, he, okay, was, okay. he was the other guy who was an arms dealer. Got you, got you. He was real slick. I love that character. There you go. He wants to come back. God damn, I <laughs> love says, that character you know, so much. They asked him, like, would you know, would you be want to be a part again? He's like, yes, I'm very interested. I have I have some great buddies in the franchise. Jared Ritter's a good friend of mine. I am pals with Chris Evans and Mark Ruffalo. I got friends in low places. Robert Downey Jr. is also fun, is also is always fun, and it's always get to me. We would love me and Clark. Which is uh, uh, Clark Gregg, who plays uh, Agent Coulson, okay, in in the film, back into the franchise. I think do you think it'd be a lot of fun for those two characters to get back, especially him. But you know, well, I mean, okay, well, well, Agent Car- Coulson is is guy's TV show, which, by the way, no one in the Avengers knows that he's alive. Yes. They have yet to address that. Yes. So I kind of hope maybe there'll be like a throwaway line. Oh, by the way, Coulson's still alive. Just to think they go, what? what? Like, <laughs> what's the thing? Like at this point, they should know because uh, Lady Sif came from Thor, right. came down to Earth to help out. So she, he knows, she knows that he's alive. Yeah, she had to tell Thor at some point. Yeah. Like, hey, by the way, um, guess who's still alive? Coulson. He says hi. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next time I'm with the gang, I'll I'll pass it on. Like, <laughs> like then all of a sudden Tony well, said, he, Thor's kind of did see. <laughs> he did just lose an eye. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's kind of, you know, really working that blonde thing. Yeah, all right. <coughs> um, uh, I, I liked Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's character. I thought it was, it was. What if Tony Stark was a bad guy? Right. Or still in the arms dealer? He was. He was slick. He was charming. It was. You knew he was a scumbag, and he knew he was a scumbag. But he. Ooh, those are the best kind of scumbags. It, yeah, and he was just like, ah, yeah. So who cares? It's my job. Like, like <laughs> this, is what, this is what we got. We got this. We got that. We got this. You know, we'll take everything, but we need you to put it in there. All right, All let's, right go. let's go. You know, <laughs> I, I I would love to see him come back. How he would come back in the movies? That's, that's kind of hard. I mean, I kind of feel like he'd stick in the Iron Man realm. I mean, you know, you you, you figure, unless you find out that he's like the arms dealer for I, Hydra. I, I think. Well, that's the thing. I think you would be like kind of like like Lex Luthor was in Superman two, the the original one with uh, Christopher Reeve, where he was. You know, the three uh, the uh, uh, General Zod and his two compatriots came with right, him, and he kind of like I could show you the planet. You know, right. kind of like, oh, yes, there's a small part to govern. You know, the world. Right. You know, okay. Kind of thing. Like that kind of sniveling kind of like character, you know, to, uh, uh, all right, all right. Uh, what, what do you call its name? Uh, I can't think of it right now. Idiot. Why don't you tell me who you're trying to think? Cause you kind of want to all. The guy in Avengers, the bad guy in Avengers. Uh, the bad guy, you mean Sam Rockwell's character? No, no, the, 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 the new bad guy is coming in the new Avengers movie. The Thanos? New- Thanos? Thanos? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the one. Whew. Sorry, it took us a while to get there, but we got there. My brain, it, it's, I can tell you, if, if Sean's telling the story, I could, you know, rattle <laughs> off the name, no problem. But it's my story, not a clue. You just went on a, it, the, it wasn't about the destination yet, it was about the journey, journey to get there, all right? So, all right, 
What else you got there in the news then? DC we- confirms. Oh, I'm not going to bury this one. Oh. DC confirms that the Marvel is part of the their their multiverse. Wait, 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 wait. DC has said that the Marvel universe is part of their universe? Yes. What? <laughs> okay, this one. Okay, you're going to have to read this one real slow because I, I thought it wasn't part of the universe. That's what I thought, too. But apparently DC has confirmed this. That the latest issue of the DC Action Comics has confirmed that the Marvel is part of their multiverse. DC and Marvel have been rival comic pu- comic book publishers, but they have been a long tradition of making subtle uh, continuity nods to one another. The last few weeks have seen some of the surprising references with Infinity Countdown. Prime number one is even suggesting that DC's Captain Marvel exists in Marvel's multiverse. Okay. So far? All right. All right. So, wait. So, wait. Um, Marvel's Captain Marvel works in DC, is part of DC's? DC's Captain Marvel. Which is Shazam. Yes. Okay. Exists in Marvel's multiverse is what they're saying. Basically, I'm, cause this is what I'm understanding. You know, I got like dumb shit way down. Yeah. Okay. Basically, what I'm understanding is that all the superheroes in Marvel, they all exist with all the superheroes in DC. So like while all the Marvel superheroes got their thing going on in their little towns with all the villains that they fight, Marvel and DC are acknowledging each other, saying that like, yeah, while they got their shit going on over there, our superheroes exist and they're fighting their shit at the same time. Is that is that this is pretty close, yeah. Whoo, really, yeah. Kudos to me. Scoops. What kind of that's a bunch of hogwash. <laughs> I thought this is the most ridiculous article I ever gotten in is my it, life. Is it because Oh, here we go. Is it because and I'm maybe it's a devil's advocate thing that I'm gonna play, which is normally your role, but I'll right? play it. If they're both acknowledging each other, like if, if Marvel's saying, Yeah, DC's <laughs> their heroes, yeah, they're around or whatever. And DC saying like, yeah, their heroes around or whatever. Maybe, just maybe, some crossover shit will eventually happen. Well, like, good, real, awesome shit. Well, okay, it's not, not like the little baby crossover shit they've done before. It's not the first time that both companies have gotten together to do a crossover. There was like the Avengers versus the Justice League. Yeah, it was a versus um, series. There was also a combination of characters where they had Batman and Wolverine right. as the same person. Right, and right. That, that came from a crossover ultimately happening where they both had both yeah, teams. Yeah, but that was like a, little baby crossover shit. I, I mean, sure. I mean, you know I, mean? I guess. Like, it, it was little stuff. So maybe if they're both acknowledging it, like really acknowledging it, so maybe we'll see something big. So what you're on a saying is like all of a sudden, a video game. Daredevil shows up in Gotham for whatever reason. Yes. So you don't want to see Batman and Daredevil either have to fight it out or work together because either way, I'm in. I just I don't I don't know. I'd rather see them fight it out, but if they work together, I'm cool with that. I dude. mean, Spider Man swings in through. Now, Spider Man, Batman. I'd like to see only fight be, it out or work together. Well, if they always have to fight first. They That's never, true. they never, never, never just kind of walk in and go, hey, what's up? Um, I need your help. There's always some miscommunication where Batman or Spider-Man, I would say Spider-Man probably thinks Batman is a threat to something and tries to pick a fight with him. Batman hands his, pe- his ass because he's smarter. And he's got more gadgets. Well, no, I think, I think Batman, I think Batman would be more against Spider-Man. I think so too. Because he's goes, he's the only vigilante of the night, you know, right. and Spider-Man shouldn't be out there dispensing right, like, don't justice. play with my toys right this is my shit 
Oh, see, I see, because he's he's the loner. Yeah, but I see Spider Man. He doesn't work well with anyone. Yeah, but I see Batman going to like Queens to to chase after somebody, and Pete seeing this action going down, seeing a yet another costume freak who's dressed like a bat. See, the location would have to matter. Well, well, hear hear me out, because it's usually if we're going to do a crossover, you got to hit both towns. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, Ding. (laughs) Ding. Okay, so you figure Batman's let's say chasing the Joker. All right. Sure. Joker goes to New York. Sure. It's the middle of the night. Bat- Spider Man's swinging through. He sees Batman breaking into something. Sp- Spider Man has got a lot of animal foes: the rhino, Scorpio. <laughs> he doesn't play well he with animals. Right. So he sees a guy dressed like a bat. I'm going to assume he's a bad guy because it's sure. the middle of the night. So he gets in, tries to fuck shit up. Maybe spoils it for Batman just a little bit because Batman didn't plan <laughs> for... Joker would think was funny. Right. Um, <laughs> Joker runs away. Batman and Spider-Man now have to kind of duke it out. Now, granted, Spider-Man is going gonna to pull his... Pun- Batman's going to pull his punches because obviously he can tell that this is a miscommunication, but he's going to have to incapacitate Pete as quickly as possible so he can go after the Joker. Pete's not going to... I think Pete would kind of put up a fight more so than what Batman expects. Sure. And at the I mean, end, Spidey senses. So. And, and at the end, I would probably say Batman does. This hurts. Batman would win against Spider Man. A whole lot of people just got <coughs> real. Pit- I, I didn't get I, mad. I, a whole lot of people I, just I got think, real mad at you. I think Batman is smart enough and has more experience than than. Well, he's the, not a kid, so. right? The the kid part of Peter, um, that he would win. Not, I would say honorably, and then there'd be a discussion, and then Pete would feel bad. Because he's driven by guilt, and he's like, "Well, let me help." And then Batman would be—it'd be like a Robin Batman thing, except that Sp- Spidey's got his own shit. And he's like, "I'm coming with it, whether you or not. I'm grown. I got my own shit. Let me I'm help barely. you." Barely. Oh, whatever. Okay. Look, legal. look, I'm giving Batman the win. But don't come start. Don't start coming at my boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. And eventually, then Spider-Man has to go back to Gotham with Batman. Or puts a spider tracer on Batman. It's possible. Just go with me. And then you find, because it's a comic book, and then Batman's fighting, and here comes Spider-Man to save Batman's ass for whatever reason. That's what I'm saying, though. If Spidey comes to Gotham, Batman ain't having it. Because right. he's selfish like that. You know what I mean? Like, I love him, but he's kind of a jerk. Not kind of. I'm going to take that. He's an asshole, okay? It's probably why I love him so much. But if Spidey comes into Gotham, <laughs> Batman's not having it. He's like, it is my toys. You're not playing with my shit. No, sir. And it's going to be a fight. I don't think they'll ever work together if Spidey comes into Gotham. I guess if Batman goes into Brooklyn, I was just going to call it New York, but I guess that matters. I, it does matter since it's Queens, but all right. Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx. Oh, I mean, no. All- <laughs> oh. Ooh, sorry, New York. <laughs> Listen, I'm from the South. What do you want? Right. You're okay. all Northerners. Right. Bunch of fucking Yankees. <laughs> okay. In my head, it's all New York. Sure. Right? All right. Apparently, it's not, but whatever. If Batman goes into Spidey's territory, I think whatever you said could like play out or All whatever. Right. I think the villain that Batman's chasing would matter also. I just do, yeah. I, I could totally see a team up of Joker and Green Goblin. Yeah. You know, they're both kind of crazy. They're both uh, the ultimate nemesis of the, the compatriots. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think the most boring comic book would be the Captain America Superman crossover. Snooze two two Boy Scouts just going. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm no, sorry. You go. No, you you go. Go. no, no, you go. No, you, you go. And there's Lex driving off, going, "Fucking idiots!" Like you just keep going. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
Meep, meep. <laughs> Lex and Red Skull driving away together. And these <coughs> right. two to figure out who's going to take what. Yeah. No, no, after you. No, no, I trust after you. You have that nice shiny shield. Yeah, but you can fly. Like <laughs> two guys stroking each See, other. That's the thing. I don't, I don't, I really don't because I think that Captain America, because he wouldn't care like who you are in a way if, if he's not completing his mission. Then you're 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 in his way. You're a liability. Oh, uh, so you way. think that Superman might get in Cap's way? Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, regardless, the article says that DC is acknowledging that Marvel is in the same universe as their DC. Yes. Some cool shit could happen. I, I mean, I got hope. Okay. Sure. Why not? I mean, I would. I would. I, See, now I'm gonna I'm gonna totally derail both of you. I think it's a terrible idea <laughs> altogether <laughs> because it's like. I, to me, you, <coughs> the, I see the bigger picture: the fact that Mar- you know, DC is going to shit with their movies. Oh. Like, let's coattail, let's hang on for dear life. Oh. You know? So yeah. they're like, you know, look, yeah, we, Marvel's got the shit, but we're buds. Yeah, yeah, it's like that guy that you hung out in high school who always like you have your clique of friends, and there's always that one person that everyone kind of knows, but he's always. Just standing outside the circle, watching this conversation. Every once in a while, I go, <laughs> yeah, it was just like that time, and everyone kind of stops and looks at this guy, like, yeah. "What the fuck are you doing?" Uh, so you think that that's DC's that guy? Just <laughs> yeah. kind of like, "Hey guys, we got a movie coming out too," and everyone at Marvel just stops and looks at him and goes, "Yeah, okay." Anyway, <laughs> yeah, <you> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I kind of, I, I, I would be like, you know, when when when. DC leaves the room. They all go, can you believe that? Who knows him? Why does he keep hanging around? Who keeps calling him? Like, well, no, <laughs> I mean, he, Marvel. He's, he's, my, just... he's my cousin, and you know, my, he's visiting for the town, and my mom says he's got to hang out with us. Okay. You know, and, and Marvel's like, ah, all right, where are we going? We're going to the movies. I got to drag my cousin along, too. Uh, whatever. Ooh, what's his name? Shazam. Like, fuck. You know? Isn't his twin brother Superman? Like, come on. Uh, fuck. Is he bringing Wonder Woman? No. Why the fuck is he coming then? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, high school. <laughs> um, I, well, see, now, the, the real nerd in me it wants to be like, well, Metropolis is a stand-in for New York, so they can't be on the same place. Where are they on the map? Yeah. You know, like, is it like New York and like you go down to exit 73 and it's Metropolis? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then then where exactly is Gotham? Some people say it's Hoboken. Some people say it's Detroit. Some people even said it was like Philadelphia. You know, yeah. and it depends Some on who you go. Chicago. Some people say Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. So it's like, well, where the fuck is Gotham then? Like, legitimately, you would have to find out and go, well, it's it's actually it is Detroit. Well, who who's Marvel got in Detroit? Well, I don't know. No fucking Scott. Like, how does Batman get from there to there so quick? It's Detroit. Batplane? No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> you can't get there in three hours. Fuck that. <laughs> the problem is Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. It? Okay, Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Or Camden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That fits right. better, actually. Yeah, you know, Camden. Yeah. Uh, Gotham will be Camden. And uh, well, the Hall of Justice actually isn't Camden. <laughs> <laughs> There's an actual Hall of Justice in Camden. Um yeah, all right, whatever. I mean, okay, DC. I mean, if if, if you want to have that one, sure. I, I can't wait Would for that. Would that make Philly, um, oh, fuck. Bloodhaven? Yes. It probably it might. I mean, if Gotham is Camden or Newark, whatever. Right. Would that make Philly 
Bloodhaven. Right, that we, means we got a Nightwing running around this I, I am okay with Nightwing, but also, too, I don't know if he's still in, but there's a Venom in Philadelphia, too. Hey, you're just not. You're like, I don't care. It's Nightwing. <laughs> Way to make it about Spidey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on, Ed? Let's move on. All right. Were you ever a Charm fan that watched a series of Charm? television is that the three sisters yeah the, yeah, the, the, yeah yeah and then when i'm having a after they got rid of like uh a, a, a shannon Penelope. doherty yeah it was prue um fuck they're the piper piper, prue, piper, piper yeah. and i forget uh Pr- oh, fuck there was there were three p's yes um because that was the name of their club you know uh, the p club p3 i think it was i don't know the, the p club yeah probably <laughs> golden the shower p- room <laughs> the golden shower room um <laughs> Uh, I I I, I kind of I mean, as a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, when Charm came out, I was a little miffed. I was like, "Oh, you, we have Buffy now. You guys got to make your own supernatural kind of shit. Fuck you." So part of me was like, "But it's got Alyssa Milano in her, and she's kind of pretty, so I might have to watch a couple episodes." <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say I was a fan, but I'm aware of the show. It okay? Why are we bringing this up to? <laughs> Nerd because you? apparently they're bringing, they're rebooting it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was it was weird because it was like, wait, what? Apparently they've got another another actress to, that's going to be a part of this this three sisters. There's a fourth P now. Well, no, no, no. They're rebooting oh, okay. it. So, so all the see, original actors are okay. As the person who barely watched the show. There was three people. It was Shannon right. Doherty, Alyssa Milano, and right. Laurie something. I they were yeah. witches. I had right. a couple friends that were super fucking into right. charm, so they're going to be really excited about it. Well, then this. Shannon Doherty got chick canned right. because she couldn't get along with anybody. Right. Get along and, with and then long. they brought in Rose McGowan. Yeah. Who to play was, the same person. No. She oh, played, I thought uh, it was the same she sister. She played a long lost sister that oh. no one knew was around. So technically, there are four sisters. Technically, yes. Okay. And then they added uh, Kelly Kuko for like, the last season. She was the... Uh, That's her name? Pen- really? Yeah, Penny. Kelly Kuko? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a fifth sister also. Well, I don't know if she was a th- I don't know if she was technically a Ooh. sister or not, <laughs> but right before the show ended, they introduced her character and um there was I think she might have been an angel or something. I don't yeah. know. They got into a but whole She was a P also. I don't know. I'm not oh. sure. And I knew that the Laurie Combs girl who was Prue, she married an angel. Uh, again, hardly watch the show. Um, apparently, you don't want to I apparently have seen just and my enough. sister. My sister, my my wife is a big fan of this show, so I'm like, I'd have to ask her all these questions. I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. She's like, listen to Sean. Is he right on any of that? And she'd be like, Oh my god, he is. He said he never watched the show. I must have watched all the key episodes. <laughs> like it must have been during Sweeps Week. I tuned in. <laughs> Uh yeah um okay, so they just cast Sarah Jeffrey of Fifty Shades of Blue and Wayward Pines uh, to play Madison, the youngest of three sisters. The young star be. will not step, yeah, not, not. the the young sister will step into the role of the first popularized by Alyssa Milano on the original series. Although their characters may not uh, may vary wildly from each other. Sarah Jeffrey's, Sarah Jeffrey's Madison is described as a young witch who is more concerned with the college experience than becoming a magic user. Oh, God. Deadline reports that the bubbly Madison will find herself 
at odds with her magical side as the college freshman is attempting to enter a super fun sorority whilst developing her powers. <laughs> oh, hashtag social justice warrior is, of the week. Is it going to come on freeform? The role I'm, I'm just uh, I, 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 I the role was a sharp contrast to the original charm younger sibling Phoebe, who embraced the role of the charm one even before the other sisters would. Uh, before the other sisters would, uh. Jeffrey Ma- Jeffrey's Madison is also the second sister to join the charm reboot pilot as Malone Diaz is announced as the role of the another sister Mel <laughs> a few days prior. Um, I'm, uh, so it's gonna be the M Club now. Not the right, right, same, right, yeah. same P's. It's gonna be M's. Both both hey, actresses join the join the pilot <laughs> from the Jane the Virgin showrunner Jenny Schneider er- Erlman, and the pilot's script is being <sighs> written by Jessica O'Toole and Amy Rodigan. While they may be some of the variations of reboots characters, the general plot of the three sisters living in a college town and discovering their witches sounds the same. Oh, that's a hard pass for me. It sounds like remember when Freeform was ABC Family? Yeah, and they had like all those little teen dramas yeah. or whatever. That's why I'm saying chances are it's probably gonna be on the CW. I think it's gonna be on Freeform. Oh, all right. I I just uh, it sounds like hey we're a bunch of uh, it's gonna sound horrible and I forgive me now it seems to be like somebody went okay what's popular right now um, people of color women uh, what do we got. And so I went, well, we could do Charmed again. We got a bunch of women who want to write for it. Sign them up. And then what we're going to do, we're going to have her at college. Great, because college campuses always have the, the pledge of the week or the cause of the week. So we can have our youngest going be in college. And it's, hey, she's doing a, a walk for anti-gun violence. And then next week, it's, you know, safe places for our students. And it'd be like the social... Like whatever is topical that week, we'll put in a show and have a commentary on it instead of just making a good show. Exactly. I just, uh, it's like to be a hard pass for me. All right. And what else you got there, Ed? Quentin Tarantino. I feel like his name should come with that soundtrack. All right. What is the Q Man up to today? We have the official title and synopsis. And some actors who's going to star in his next picture. That's the one with the Charles Manson movie, right? In a way, yes. <laughs> okay. It it's okay, but we'll let's we're going to read on. Okay, let's dive. Let's let's dive into that. Yes. Right? Okay, what? Uh, the 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 it's a nineteen sixty nine picture, which is around that time. Sure, makes sense. And. Uh, the two protagonists is going to be uh, Rick Dalton, who's played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Knew that. And Cliff Booth. Booth. Sorry. Cliff Booth. Cliff Booth? Cliff Booth, who's going to be played by Brad Pitt. Oh. A washed-up TV actor who's <laughs> long time, and, and, his long, and his long-time stunt double. Their careers are struggling in a Hollywood that they do not recognize well, time anymore. Out. Time out. Yes. Um, It's... Actor and his stunt double. Yes. So is Brad the actor and Leo the stunt? No, double, I think Leo Leo's going to be the actor. I think Leo's going to be the actor and Brad's going to be way. stunt. I want it the other way. Here's my problem. Usually, a stunt double kind of looks like the actor they're doubling. The two of them look nothing alike. I mean, I don't know about nothing alike. They could get further than 
they are. I, I mean, sure, it could be Denzel Washington and Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I get it. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> but I just don't. You'd still watch it. <laughs> I would totally watch that because it's got Denzel and Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt plays a washed-up Denzel actor's stunt double. <laughs> totally in. <laughs> Soul. I don't care what. It could be a serious movie about serious subjects, but I'm like, wait, they got Brad Pitt. They got. They're gonna make us believe that Brad Pitt <laughs> could stunt double Denzel Washington. I mean, first of all, the comparison is night and day. Huh? <laughs> but I would say Brad probably is in a little bit more shape than Denzel. A little bit more. I don't know. But come on, like I, I okay. When I see Leo DiCaprio, I see kind of a semi-short guy, like maybe like. Five, 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 six. Wow. Right? You're going to Google how tall he is. I'm going to Google how tall both of them are and what they weigh. I And Brad, I always see as, as like 6'1". Maybe like 5'10", 5'10", to 6'1", range. Depending on which... Depending on who... Convenience store camera you're looking through. Right. It depends on whose leading actress is. If she's taller, he's got to stand on boxes. Leonardo DiCaprio is 6 foot. Leo's 6 foot, really? Google I says never so. would have saw. I never would have thought that. He always seemed like a five six, five seven kind of guy. Six foot. Wow, all right. So I'm as tall as Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. I'm going places. <laughs> all right. Brad Pitt is five eleven. Wow. All right. Brad's the short one. And yeah. I'm just saying I have a side by side picture. It's not side by side, but because I Googled it, they now want to tell me how tall Tom Cruise is. And <laughs> and Google's like, oh, you must want to know how tall people are. I have a picture of them like next, not ne- it's like one on top right. of the other with you know Tom Cruise, right. Angelina Jolie, George Clooney, Johnny Depp, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're too, they don't look super far apart. All right, you like with the right makeup? Uh, sure. Oh. I mean, Leah's bulked up of, of quite a lot. In the uh, last, right. Last few. Pictures All right. I, I will. I will. In fact, Brad Pitt's got a little scrawny. Well, Ish. That's, that's age and money. You know, I mean, he had I mean, Fight Club no more. L- Leo's got that fresh Oscar gold, so he's a little hungry. He's a little more beefier. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's got stuff to prove. Brad's like, ah, I'm Brad Pitt. Give me a beer. You know? <laughs> I want Leo to be Brad's stunt double. I, I, feel, I, like, I feel like Leo is more stunt double-y. I think Brad could pull off washed up stuntman before Leo DiCaprio can. Really? Yeah. I could see Leo DiCaprio playing the... The snobbish Stun, star. Stunt doubles have to be like ballsy. Ed's sitting there going, I have an article that will probably explain everything. So why don't no, you let me finish no, no, it? There's nothing. I'm just laughing at the, the. It's not even the point of the article. <laughs> but this point apparently is more interesting than you two. But who's who in this movie? Right. I think Leo should be the stunt double. <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> Brad Pitt looks like a stunt double man. That's washed That's a up. hard line. He looks like a washed up. I can see him laying in a tub of ice after doing a high dive. Leo, I can see him in a trailer getting his nails done. <laughs> Just because he got raped by a bear in his last movie doesn't mean anything. You're like not a Leo fan, though. I I'm, I warmed up to Leo in some of his roles, but I, I, he's not the like. The second coming of actorism to, to some people. <laughs> you <know>? Continue <laughs> with your article, Ed. Yes, Ed. So we got we got the two of them in a movie. What's the title of the movie, Ed? Once upon a time in Hollywood is the name of the title. The name of the picture. Oh, I totally see where what Quentin what Quentin's doing with that one. Okay, and as I said, they uh, they were one 
Who cares? <laughs> it's a washed-up TV actor and his longtime stunt double. Who's who? We'll have to wait for the trailer. <laughs> we won't know until that time. Stop. Okay. And they're 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 struggling. They're washed up to, like to so struggling in a Hollywood that they don't recognize anymore. But it just so happens that they have a connection to the world of the rich and famous. It happened, Rick. It ha- as it happens, Rick's next door neighbor is actress Sharon Tate. Oh, that's oh. Oof. Both Leonardo DiCaprio and Pitt have been rumored for the project for weeks, but apparently the negotiations have been hectic. But now they're both locked in. Quentin Tarantino makes a regular habit of reuniting actors from whom he worked with in past projects. Uh, Brad's and Glorious Bastards. I don't think he's and Leo and Dango and Chain. Right. Yeah. And also, uh, um, True Romance was also Brad Pitt. He played. The- oh, he played the stoner guy yeah. on the sofa. <laughs> you barely saw him, but every time it was like, "Hey, man, yeah, okay, brilliantly played." Come to All right. me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great film. Oh, Great I love film that skill. movie. If you don't have, if you don't see it. Go see it. Ghost True film. Romance. Best scene is we call it Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. Oh my god, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'll just leave it at that because Ed's. I I don't want to sidetrack Ed because apparently this article is everything. It's already caused three arguments. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much it because it just recants what. Both actors were in in the films and you know things. See what I mean was when he said "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Since Quentin's films always kind of revolve around a genre of film, Mm -hmm. the "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" reminds me of "Once Upon a Time in America," "Once Upon a Time in the Old West," uh, "Once Upon a Time in Mexico." It's um, but more like the the lone like I would say the well the the Marlon Manson part you I don't know if you the got Marilyn that, Manson the, part the the the, the Charles Charles, Charles Manson part I, I think you missed well I know that he lives next door to, to, to Sharon Tate and that's where the murders yeah, happen okay, so okay. I mean I know the history of Ch- Chuck Manson okay know? I'm just making sure um so it's kind of like <laughs> I don't know I'm like is it gonna be kind of funny like. All that activity is going on in a Tate household while these two schlubs are trying to make it back in Hollywood. Like, I just, like apparently, it's not a film about Charles Manson. It's about a movie in the time of Charles Manson. That just so happens. Yeah, it just happens to be my next door neighbor. Right. It's like, hey, who's your neighbor? Uh, I'm invited it, to this party. Wasn't it you that told me that he was only making ten movies? Yeah, this will be number nine. This will be when when we go when we go see it because we will. It'll be, I mean, I like Brad and Leo, right. regardless so, of their roles. <laughs> so it'll be uh, the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> what else you got there? Uh, Wonder Woman 2. We're talking about the new villain for Wonder Woman 2. Oh, we're really going to talk about this? Make him talk about it, Ed. Why, what's wrong with uh, talking about this? I saw this article. And... Go ahead. Talk about it, Ed. Ding, ding. <laughs> Apparently, it's bringing up some 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 trauma for uh, <laughs> Look at his face. Sean. So let's continue on. I mean, it doesn't going to really stop me from doing this. <sighs> All right. Uh, the the Amazon her- her- heroine's next cinematic appearance will be in Wonder Woman two, which is his predecessor, which which is set decades before Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Earlier this week, it has reported that Cheeto will be the Wonder Woman's two main villains. Okay, stop right there. Yes. Okay, number one, I know it's supposed to be set in the 80s, supposedly. Uh, Cheetah is a pretty good bad guy for Wonder Woman. Okay. Very, 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 very 
predominant bad guy in Wonder Woman mythos. Okay. Continue. I should have put my finger down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now it's coming to that Saturday Night Live alum, Kristen Wiig, will be sought after for the role. According to Deadline, uh, Kristen Wiig is currently in talks with Warner Brothers and DC to play Cheetah in the Wonder Woman 2 movie. Given that Wiig's acting work has primarily consisted of comedies, hearing her being a contender to play the lead villain in upcoming DC film is currently surprising. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman 2 will be set in the 1980s era of the Cold War, seven decades after Diana's first appearance on One Man's World during World War One, and three decades before the, she helped Batman and Superman fight Doomsday, while no story details have come in yet, eventually she'll cross paths with Cheetah, who is in, the in this continuity, will be Barbara Ann Minerva, a British... A British? <laughs> oh, oh an anthropologist, better. and becomes the avatar of Cheetah after... Teeter got after stumbling upon into an ancient ritual taking place in the lost city of Yurgistan. Yurgistan? Yeah, whatever. Yurgistan, that's right. Whatever. Supposedly, Emma Stone is offered the opportunity to play Cheetah, but she passes on. She passes it on. It she on, passed it on. On, on. So far, Gal Gadot is the only one confirmed to the actor appear in Wonder Woman 2. Though Patty Jenkins is directing again and has been working on the script with Jeff Johns and David Callahan. David Wonder Woman 2 will be released in theaters on November 1st, 2019. To find out what else the DCL is in development here, go to your DC yeah, yeah, movie yeah. guys, whatever. All right, so I got some issues. All right. <laughs> he has a lot of issues. Um, I, I kind of always like, depending on the iteration of Cheetah, uh, as, a, as a teenage boy, always liked well, looking at her. Okay. okay. Um but that She's one sexy cat. She was. Um <laughs> that being said, yeah. I I want to give the benefit of the doubt to Kristen Wiig. I I do. Because of I don't want to fall into the old like well, she like I don't want to fall in like have Michael Keaton as Batman, Heath Ledger as the Joker, good or bad, Ben Affleck as Batman, everyone's got their own opinion. So I'm trying to maintain an open mind and kind of waiting to see how she does. Okay. Um, I, I, you had to call her up so you can know what she looks like. Well, no, I know who, I know exactly who Kristen Wiig was. I, right. I, I automatically well, is because she's still around. Right. <laughs> yes. But the thing was is that I wasn't sure. Like, um, I I know what movie she was kind of in, and I'm like, well, I wanted to go and see what other movies she was in to see if. If any of the range is coming close right. to... Right, is there a range where she can play bad guy? Right. All right? So, of course, there's Bridesmaids in 2011. No, these are going to be random, so I'm not going to... I'm just going to give the dates, and if it's out of order, who cares? <laughs> Bridesmaids in 2011 apparently was a phenomenal comedy. I never saw it, but... It's great comedy. Great comedy. She's good in it as a comedy. Ghostbusters 2016. Terrible movie. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Me 2014. It looks no, like I a never drama. saw that one, right? Okay. Uh, the Martian she was in in 2015. She's in it briefly. Yes, probably uh, the small little part is one of the scientists, I guess. Uh, close. Go ahead. Masterminds in 2016. Uh, that was uh, supposed to be a comedy, I think. Yes, it was. All right. Uh, Despicable Me in 2010, which she played the voice of the female character, which I was like, okay, uh, I you know I kind of see that. All right, still uh, 
already a comedic role. Right. Uh, the skeleton, the skeleton twins in 2014, and that looks like one another. Uh... That was the one where they play friends or brother. Or she's got like she's. It's a heavy drama. Okay. Because I think they like have like a suicide pact or something like that. Anyway. Zoolander 2, 2016, which I thought was a terrible movie. I thought it was okay. Not as good uh, as the first one. No. First no, one's I, a classic. Second one was, eh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sausage Party in 2016 did a voiceover work, so we really can you know tell about that. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty was uh, 2013. Wasn't she the romantic lead? Right. She was the romantic lead for- uh, uh, Ben Stiller. Did Stiller. you see that? No, but I've, I the original was uh, uh, done in the 60s. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know like how she was in that one. All right, I'm, I'm going to go and see more live actions here. Girl, most likely, was 2012, which is another comedy, I think. Uh, Friends with Kids is, I think, another one in 2011. It was another comedy. Downsizing in 2017. Okay, I have yet that was to a, see that. That was a bit part, I think, because you didn't think she was in the beginning. I think it. she plays his uh, Matt Damon's wife, who then changes she her mind. On and, him. Yeah, yeah, bails on him. And, and yeah. Well, she plays Paul in 2011. She played the uh, the daughter of the owner of the like the the trailer park. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Paul. Right, right, right. Yeah. What's what the alien? Yeah, yes. the stoner alien. Yeah, uh, knocked up, but she was a friend. Uh, MacGruber. All right, you know, so far I'm not seeing anything that goes. Yeah, she can play Cheetah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's no. I, look it's again. A lot I, of comedies, I, mostly some dramas. I don't want to fall into that pit of where it's like, oh well, she's horrible casting because she's known as a comedian. I I don't want to fall that. I don't because again, Heath Ledger was great. Everyone kind of knocked that when he got signed. Michael Keaton, everyone, Mr. Mom is Batman. Get the fuck out of here. For the time, he was great. Um. So I'm trying hard not to walk down that path of being like hashtag not my cheetah but there's a part of me that's just like i, I want to give her a chance but how do i know that she, i want i want i want some assurances that she's not going to be jim carrey riddler Ooh. you know have you thought about this a lot since we talked about it the other day i gotta be honest i've seen this article pop up a couple of days okay i mean uh when you first seen it this is not the feelings. But what, that, did I, what was I feeling? You were very upset. I was, but I got the thing. I got the. I'm That's trying when, to. I, uh, clearly, you've just crossed your mind ma- a couple more times. I'm trying to be mature about it. Like I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you had you had reservations about Gal Gadot playing Wonder Woman. I did, uh, I did, and, and I think she did a fine job, job, right? Yeah, yeah. So it could be a possibility, you know. But it's kind of like, is she attractive enough to play Cheetah? I. See, I think that Cheetah is a a, a very attractive. Care, yes. I mean, for a cat, you know. What right, I mean? there is a sexuality about her. Sure, I don't think. I don't. Here's the problem: as much as that sexuality is in exists in the comic books, I don't think they're willing to take that chance in the movie. Right, in the climate we live in now, especially with how well, again, Patty on the back. Patty Jenkins did a fine job. She got, you know, everyone noticed a woman directing Wonder Woman. It's, it's, uh, um. It's the way it should be. Yeah, but sometimes the sexuality is a staple of some characters. I, you're, That's I, like Poison Ivy not having any sex appeal to her. I like, really? I agree. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you have to have that. You have to have that oomph. Do you think that Cheetah would be as as amazing villain, as right. interesting and good of a villain, if it weren't for that level of cat-like I, I, sexuality I that she has? I don't know. The Honestly. The that she has. I don't know. It's like saying, you know, look at Catwoman. 
you know, I think the Catwoman needs to have a certain sexual lord to her. I agree. To make her agree. Like, so, you, so I kind of feel like, like you said, Cheetah's the same way for me. Yeah, but the thing with Catwoman is the fact that she's a kind of like a, a – on the edge of being a, kind of like a prostitute in a way. You know, not really, but oh, right. like she that was kind younger, of, right. yeah, you know, she had that kind of she's history. A harlot. Yes. I mean, okay, I get the Kristen Wiig being an archaeologist. She stum- I, now, it's funny they mentioned stumbles across this thing because in the comic book, she forces the tribe to turn her into Cheetah. Yeah. So this one, right away, I'm like, well. Is Kristen Wiig British? No. Oh, so she's going to have to fake a British accent. She's going to have to do the accent and be a See, bad not guy. not all people do a good fake British accent. I, look, I don't know if she can Sometimes do one. I, I don't know. I've never seen her play a Brit, but I kind of feel like there are plenty of British actresses maybe you can go off the grid with. Like, I don't I don't know. Again, trying to be an adult here. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. <clears throat> um, How do you feel, Ed? Because apparently you're now I see when the eyes are rolling, you're thinking, you're like, Ugh. yeah, I'm, I'm a closed minded individual. I have to say uh, <laughs> on this one, you know, I'm, I, I try to be open. I mean, because every 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 one I've said, there's no way like. When, 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 like you said, as Batman, right? And, you know, and uh, Joker playing by Heath Ledger, I thought that was a terrible idea, right? You know, Gal Gadot playing Wonder Woman, no, Tad, terrible idea. So there's the list goes on and on and right. on and on. And you go, you know what? Every, everyone has, well, like the only one I was said though was, was Michael Keaton. I said, you know, he was good for the time. Right. But then you look back, you go, no, he wasn't because that's all we had. Like there wasn't. That, you're right. You it's, know, it's, it's handing a starving man a cracker, a, a, a flat, thin saltine, and him going, oh, my God, this is the greatest cracker ever. Right. You know, and you're like, well, that's because that's all we got. That's right. Exactly. Right, you know? yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying that he was terrible with performance <clears throat> in Batman. Right. I just because of the whole genre, but that's a whole other uh, argument altogether, I think. But I, I, I don't think that you can keep going to the well and taking a shot and it working out over and over again. Like, I, I think there's, a, there's going to be a point. Or it's not. It's just not going to work well, out. I, I kind of this. We also feel too is that DC has such a up and down with like their casting, and with their just their movies in general. Mm. And Wonder Woman was was good. I'm not. I think it was out of all of the DC movies that have been out. I would say Wonder Woman's probably my favorite out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the cast and the way it looked and the way it felt, it felt like a, a good film. Um. You really want to take the chance? Like, why not play it safe? Why, like, Justice League? Uh, let's I, say, you know, like, you, I, you don't know how Aquaman's going to perform at this point. I do know that we'll be watching it because we're we do the show. Yes, she wants to drool over Jason Momoa. You know, mm. yeah, <laughs> that mm stands for Momoa. You know, um, <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like, don't you want to kind of maybe aim higher? Like try to like try to uh, maybe play it safe. I mean, you know, again, like we we're not in Hollywood, we're not casting right, directors. Right. We don't know the you know type of thing. They might see something in her that she can do. That she has this ability to do it based off of what they have. I, I'm gl- I'm glad. What's your face? Emma Stone passed on it. I'm glad because I don't think she. I don't think she's already. She's kind of already in the Marvel world, sort yeah. of as Gwen. Um, I, I, I don't see her, I don't see her, I also don't see her being a good cheetah either. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Cause I mean, like it's, it's really tough cause it's an action role. So you gotta, you gotta kind of go, how well are they going to do this? You know, like, like, 
they they're gonna have to put a lot of time into like a lot of like like exercising, you know, more than ever. <laughs> okay. you're gonna have to, you're right. Bulk them up a little bit with muscle because there's gonna be a lot of long nights, you know, long day shoots, fourteen, fifteen hour days. They're shoots. gonna really have to bulk up Krista Wig because she's it's not unattractive. She's not an ugly woman, okay? But she is thin. Thin, very right. thin, and very petite, like petitely built. You know, yeah. I think she's kind of she's like got some height to her or whatever. But Cheetah is like muscular, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, or... So it's like like so they're gonna and also plus the fact that they're gonna have to do a lot of like action fighting training with her right. as well. I mean, they all do it, and they have all gone through it. And a lot of people who are successful with it. But the thing is, is that like it's like how many times can you do that and be successful? Like, there's going to be a one that you're going to go. It's just a bad egg in the in the bunch, and it's going to uh, ruin it. Like, I, I I liked Jim Carrey's Riddler for what the Riddler was, but you do have that. It's it's it could be Danny DeVito's Penguin, where it's like it's just not really not quite right. <laughs> or Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here, and I'm gonna get either a oh no or a oh my god, that's actually not bad. I'm going to pull a name out. Mm. She hasn't been around in a while. Do I know this person? Do I need to Google it? You don't need to Google this person at all. Okay. Ready? Mm. Strap in. Megan Fox. Ah, I see. Acting? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, the craft services person. <laughs> I, I mean, look, she's kind of eh as an actress, <laughs> but if you need her to be campy and sexual... At the same time, I think she could probably pull it off. Probably, I'm not. She's not going to be. She's not knocking down the doors on Oscars. She's like, <laughs> no, she's not. I mean, okay. The more I'm thinking about it, the worse that's that. All right, sounds. all right. Like I said, I just threw it out to get reaction because it's like it's like I, I get it. Like the look kind of right. thing visual. would work. Right. The visual, yeah. But like you're going more for just visual, you know. You're she's right. got. She's got to have more substance. She's got to have more. I have an acting ability. I mean, isn't it you that, and I quote, says that she can't act her way out of a paper bag? That is true. I did say that. (laughs) But it's a damn good-looking paper bag. (laughs) Amazing-looking paper bag. Okay, 20 years ago, I would have said Angelina Jolie. See there, the, the, I that, buy that. That would that you would know? that's that's believable. <laughs> she's pulled off a British accent. She's that, she's, is, she's, that is and true. She's done a lot of action films, so she it's looks like good. That, she can bulk but up. But if you can't get Angelina, you can Angelina Light, which is Megan Fox. <laughs> Angelina can act. Angelina can. So I'm saying, like, you can't afford Angelina. You go with her evil doppelganger. That's kind of like, that's like having creme brulee and then having Cool Whip. <laughs> I, all right, it doesn't work. All right, not the same. Okay. <laughs> see you need kind of a like, <coughs> like who do you get though like all right again gonna throw this out uh what's your v uh cat dennings she's already in marvel from two broke girls yeah hmm <laughs> i don't know but i don't think she can't do a british accent so i wouldn't even you know if we gotta find a British, she's just it's it's. You know, but that's the thing; it's so hard to move them out of what they do. Right. Kat Dennings has a has a. She's got a look. She's got a style, style and and it's and, and it's the same trick over and over. Yes, again for you're the, right. For the two things I've seen her in, I don't I don't know what other stuff she's been in. So right. I can't, I can't compare. Her, but I've seen her in two broke girls. And I've seen her in Thor movies, and it's <laughs> she's the same girl. Uh, Carol, right. She's yeah. also in Charlie Bartlett, which neither of you may have ever seen before. Right. And in that, she's. 
not the same as in Two Broke Girls. Right. Because uh, I've seen Two Broke Girls and Charlie Bartlett. And she's, to me, better in Charlie Bartlett. I, like, you got to figure out, like, who can you get that could pull off a British accent? I, it, ain't, it ain't Kat. I, as much as I like her, she can't. I don't think she can. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, British actresses that I know of, or at least an actress. That I, I, I don't know. Like, it's hard, but I mean... Because it's, it's Chris- like, is it, it's, does Kristen, Kristen Wiig have enough star power to, like, draw people, more people in? Is that I, why they're look, picking her? Like, like like out of the list of people, because, I mean, you can... You're right. Unknown, you get a British British actress that's done stuff and, and you know, you we've never heard of, and, and, and bring her in here, and she's done some bit parts in England, and, you know, she does the I, cheetah, and then, boom. Sometimes I think there's, like, well, you know what? She, you know what? She needs to redeem herself from Ghostbusters. You know, so what do you say we make her a villain so that way people can kind of go, oh, well, you know what? Now I'm going to watch Ghostbusters. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe someone threw maybe there's a bunch of names on a dartboard and someone threw a dart and it landed on her name. I don't know how. Oh, Stacey, you got um, I, I am Googling various images of Cheetah because yeah. I have to, like, get a face. Right. To the, I mean, I know what Cheetah looks like, right. but to be able to think of an actress, I have to get a face to match with this and then think of like work my way down. Um, two of them I have right now. One of them I came up with on my own visually alone. The second one apparently has been suggested that she should do it. Oh, yeah. The first one, what is the person, the co, the host of face off? What is her name? The blonde. Uh, that's real tall face off. She's not an actress show. at all, but I mean, she's uh, uh, Harry Housen's daughter. No, it's Westmore. Oh, okay. Westmore's daughter. Yes. Whatever oh, Westmore, her name sorry. is. As I'm scrolling past these pictures, I mean, stick a wig on her because she's right. not blonde. But as I'm scrolling, all I can think of is some of the images from the intro of Face Off where she has gotcha. like the face paint all right, on all right. like the makeup. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I could see that. Now, Mackenzie Westmore. She might never have acted a day in her fucking life. I right. have no idea. Um, but as I'm scrolling, Apparently, the chick from American Horror Story that played the person with two heads. Okay. In right. in four. Well, she is an actress, apparently. Karen, uh, <laughs> uh, Mackenzie Westmore. She's done, uh, from 1980, Raging Bowl. She was in credit as Jake's daughter. Star Trek II, The Next Generation, plays as Rose in an episode in 1988. Weird Science is Jessica in an episode. Star Trek Insurrection, she was Baku Woman. Uh, Star Trek Voyager, she was Ensign Jenkins. Miss March as Abby Connor. Okay, you're thinking, Stacey, of Sarah Paulson. She, yes. Yeah, okay. Apparently someone has, at for whatever reason, she is associated with Cheetah. All right. Not, I'm in Google Images, so I didn't click an article to find out why right, right, or whatever. Right. But she has been associated with that enough for Google to say, hey, look, here's her. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And as I'm... I just finished um, season six of American Horror Story. She plays a fucking British accent the whole time, and it sounds amazing. All right. You know what I mean? Now, she doesn't have the body for it. Um, this this uh, Mackenzie Westmore or whatever. Right. I just think she would be able to work the prosthetics. Right. And, like, the makeup and, and all of that. Because you have to think, whoever is going to play this has to look good in prosthetics, too. They're going to have to move well in this body makeup and these prosthetics and all the stuff that they're going to have to put on them. They're going to have to move well with all of that. And right. I know she has a ton of experience with that because of Face Off. You know what? There's probably going to be some green screen stuff going on, some computer animation, some motion capture. What's his name? Andy Circus as <laughs> Cheetah. You know he's got the accent already. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would give me nightmares. Because you know who it is. And you're like, <laughs> you're like I, 
I've, I'm oddly attracted now to Gollum? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I, makes me want to pull out my precious. What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of any British actresses. Who's the chick that played Mystique before it was Jennifer Lawrence? Um, It was... Shit. So she can act. Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine. Rebecca Romaine, yeah. She can act. She can act, but I don't know she, she can body do. for it. Yeah, but... She's done a Russian accent. I know that. For yeah, yeah. Uh, if you do a Russian accent, I mean, I, th- I feel like a Russian accent is much tougher than a British accent. I mean, um, what about, what do you call it, Charlize? Yeah. Sure. Charlize Theron, yeah. I think she could pull that off easily. On so multiple st- levels. I mean, but then again, does Charlize Theron need Cheetah? That's true. Yeah, like, that's kind of, <laughs> like, maybe this might be a case, like, who wants to play Cheetah? Well, who needs to play Cheetah? Kristen, because her career is kind of on a downslope since... Ghostbusters. I, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's it's weird. It's weird casting. I don't know. I you just kind of hope for the best, and you just kind of go. Oof. It, it's it's here's the thing. It seems like DC just kind of is winging it at this point. Like, who can we get? Who's popular? Like right now, Kristen Wiig. Let's get her for something. Like it's it, it's. <laughs> I like to meet these people who think that she I'm has like, that kind of star power. What's their of popularity? <laughs> I, 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 look, I I do think it's a bunch of people sitting around in an office going, "Okay, what do we got? Who do we need? What do we got to do for this character? Like, what do you where do you see the direction? Is Cheetah kind of funny because it's kind of weird that she's a part cat, part human? Is she is she like Chitara from Thundercats? Like, give me a hint here. Like, <laughs> do we take her serious? Do we take her? Is is she supposed to be menacing? Because we need someone who can kind of pull off everything. And, and someone goes, Kristen Wiig, print perfect. Like, I, I just I, I just don't. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. All right, well, we'll just leave that up to the, the cosmos. And maybe, who knows, maybe someone at Warner Brothers listens to our show and goes, geez, you know what? They made some really valid good points. Let's not sign her. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen. Um, but in the meantime, if you think you've got a good suggestion, you can contact us on our Facebook page, Geeksters. While you're there, give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to catch the replay of the show or the podcast version of the show, since you're already at Facebook, check the About section and you can find out where to get, listen to it. Also, you can go to our wordswithgeeks.com website. Also, find out more information about us and uh, other places that you can go as well besides Facebook. And also, if you just want to go to iTunes or Google Play Music, we're there as well. Um, if you want to contact Sean on anything or just want to say hello, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-S. And, of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's E-D. All right. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Okay. So Ed apparently had two articles he was holding out on us on yeah, the show. It's just, well, you, you thought they, they, that those, those arguments were spectacular in this last part. Uh, these two I thought were interesting, so I thought right. I want to add them to um, Black Panther. Okay. Uh, you know, we've been talking. Wakanda forever. Apparently, Black Panther fans are pranking Wakanda, Illinois <laughs> with vibranium requests. I heard this. I was dying laughing. All right. Uh, apparently, there's a... <laughs> there's a Wakanda in the United States. There's a, yes, in Illinois, there's a village... A village? A, a village? Lake, yes, that's it's what it says. Uh, Wakanda, Illinois is a village in Lake County, uh, more known as a uh, bog nature preserve that is home for uh, uh, 
I think it's it's a it's, a, it's like a, like a, a, a frog reserve as it was what I was reading about this. <laughs> okay. So apparently, fans have been calling up the you know thing requesting uh, vibranium, <laughs> <laughs> such as employees like Alyssa Humana, okay, an executive assistant to the mayor, asking for vibranium. Of course, first when she when she first heard about it, she thought what well, was the full moon out tonight. Right. This was the thing, and then of course she realized that it has to do something. So she's not she's not aware of. I was she's aware that. of Black Panther and what's you know Wakanda and all, but she wasn't really aware of what's what's in the movie, per se. Okay, so she knows about Black Panther. She knows. The, I'm assuming she must have seen one movie to know he's from Wakanda. Yeah. I, okay. Well, I'm sure somebody probably said something. You know, like oh, you know, they can they mention this movie Wakanda. I, I, I okay. <laughs> I would like to think that if I lived in a place in the United States that was named after a fictional place in comic books, mm. I, we'd be getting calls. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you live? Gotham, Pennsylvania. Oh, you live in Gotham City? Yeah, it's a PA. Oh. <laughs> Is the Joker running free? <laughs> I, would, I would prank. For, if I lived in Wakanda, I'd be calling other people. Well, apparently, uh, it's named after a deceased Native American chief who was buried somewhere on the bank of the lake behind somewhere. the town hall. This is, you know, is the, the... He haunts the lake at night on the full moon. You can hear in the distance, Wakanda. The town's website says the name means spirit water by the uh, uh, by some of the uh, Native water. American uh, languages. Uh, but the Wally Reporter says that it means the term means God in the language of Call and Osage. Nations, uh, so basically the the Indian nations of those two means actually what kind of means God. Okay. So that's the that's that's where they spirit water is that like fire water? <laughs> <laughs> Me drink fire water. <laughs> um. Okay, I mean, in one hand I'm like, okay, thumbs up to the pranksters because that takes some dedication to actually look on a map to see if there is an actual place called Wakanda, and then. Call that place, like, <laughs> like the mayor's office of Wakanda. Yeah, um, if we fight underneath the waterfall and I win, do I become mayor? <laughs> like, how's that work? How's it work? Like, uh, there's a voting system. <laughs> nah, really? Do we get to vote to see who fights underneath the waterfall? Like, do people just now, try? It? Now, if I die, why can my son call up challengers? <laughs> And and is the voting process to the death? <laughs> I, or does it, is, is it submission? I I, I want to know because I don't feel like I should run for mayor of Wakanda. I, I just want to know. Like, I, or I would use that town like right now if I was the mayor. Yeah, sure, we're getting these prank phone calls. Fine, you know what? But turn it around. Why not have like welcome to Wakanda? <laughs> well, the 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 high school principal Dan Klett. Uh, is uh, suggesting to change the school mascot from a bulldog to a black panther. I, okay, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. I would get behind that. I would also get to be like, what, like, okay, yes, it is Native Americans. So I'm sure there's probably somebody out there, some PC person going, no, you're just, the white man wrote Black Panther and it's stealing it from the Indians once again. Like, I don't know who originally wrote Black Panther. I guess I should Google that to see if it was a black guy or a white guy. I'm going <laughs> to, what? It was it was Stanley. It was Stanley. That was Stanley's. Um, 
who who's who's the guy who usually was with Stanley? I can't think of his name right now. I'm talking about this is really Jack sad. Kirby. Jack Kirby. He's the one who wrote it. Okay, he's the one who created it. Yes. So a white man. Yes. Created Black Panther. Yes. All right. And there's a town named after an, a Native American Indian chief. Yes. With the same name. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of I can see a lot of picket signs now. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would embrace it if I was the town of so Wakanda. Nice. Could kind of make it as almost like as a, as a tourism spot, yeah. you know. And then just like black, I could put a Black Panther statue, a huge Black Panther statue right in front of the town hall. <laughs> with the with the condo for everything, yeah. You know, next to the mayor. <laughs> you know, like uh, it's where's it Wisconsin, uh, Illinois, Illinois. So. I still, I would be like, let's work it. Yeah. Let's let's create like the town and to be like, hey, and here's our Wakanda Reach Out Center, and it's like the Y. Yeah. You know, or and here's our Wakanda Tech Lab, and it's like an i store. You know. <laughs> sure. Why? Like right now, I'd be I'd be opening up a comic book store, and just call it Wakanda Forever. Yeah. You know. Well, apparently that's what a lot of people were were screaming in the phone as they Wakanda were at, on the hang off. Yeah. Where do you want to go this year for where do you want to go for a vacation? Wakanda doesn't exist. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> gotcha, Dad. It's in Illinois. <laughs> Let's pack up the van because we're going to Wakanda. <laughs> no, no one wants to go to Wakanda, Illinois. I do. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be honest though. Why do I get? It's gonna sound so horrible. I get a feeling Wakanda, Illinois, is probably the whitest place you probably can go. <laughs> Just. I'm just saying, because it sounds like it's in the middle of nowhere. I, I don't think they have a real big urban community. Um, well, the village has. See, when 13, you say village, I'm automatically thinking maybe it's like Native Americans. Thirteen thousand seven hundred fifty people. All right, so it's a small, small. It's a small village. Yes. I, I don't even. Is it a town? That's what they keep calling it a village. Village. Yes. I guess, I guess, you know. It's, it depends on the population. So right. This is considered a village, I guess, in Illinois. Illinois. I, I just got a feeling it's a big gated community. Just like, like, you pull up. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Um, who are you to see? Here, I'm, here, I would Wakanda. open a jewelry store just with the Wakanda necklaces. You know, just the, <laughs> the big W's. Yeah, you know, the, you know, no, just the, the or, ones from the movie. Like, oh, you know, like yeah. Hey. Like, hello, sir. Um, can I see your ID? Because you can't get into Wakanda, Illinois without a proper identification. Um, sorry, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I will have to call the office, sir. Hold on, please. Uh, yes, I have a Mr. Wachowski here. What's he look like? He looks like he's from New York, more like the um, Queens area. No, I'm sorry. Don't let him in. <laughs> um, he looks like he's from Harlem. Oh, don't let him in. Don't let him in. But it's, he's saying it's Wakanda forever. Just, just give him a bumper sticker and stay on his way. <laughs> I, I, I drove all the way to Wakanda, Illinois, and like I was his bumper sticker. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> just a whole bunch of just anal white people in a gated community that live in Wakanda, Illinois. <laughs> that refuse to kind of bend. You know, it actually comes from the Native American word of meaning God. 
Now, it has nothing to do with Marvel superheroes, especially 8 Black Panther. Pfft, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, we are moving to Gotham City. Nothing bad ever happens there. Like, like, isn't there, isn't there a Smallville? Uh, there's a Smallville in Kansas now, isn't there? Didn't they name yes, her? Yes, there is. We're going to move to Smallville. That sounds like a nice place to live. Like, nothing. I. It sounds so quaint. Nothing ever happens there. You get to Smallville. Superman lives. Bunch of Superman people. Uh, is there any other place we can go? People with red tails. <laughs> red tails. <laughs> nobody, nobody drives. They just have red tails just go by. Oh, Martha, I don't know if we should live here. <sighs> I'm trying to think of fictional places that actually exist. <laughs> uh, I don't like Smallville, Kansas. <sighs> oh, so anal. You stick a lump of coal in my ass in two weeks, I'd have a diamond. <laughs> Those kind of guys. <laughs> All right, well... uh Keep it up, folks. I, I'm a big fan of the good prank phone call, not the bad one. Yeah. Like, don't be amateur about it. Yeah. Calling up and go, hey, you got 10-pound balls. <laughs> How do you walk? Here, click. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's your refrigerator running. <laughs> How do you stop it? <laughs> you better go catch it. Yeah. Uh, at least try to be original about it. Yeah, can I speak to, um, like... Can I speak to T'Challa? Just call, call, call the mayor's office. Go, yeah, I need to speak to T'Challa. Why? Because because Thanos is coming, and and <laughs> the, the part is, there's somebody named T'Challa. <laughs> oh my God, lives in Wakanda. I would I would change my name. <laughs> I would change my that name. Would be the so I thing. so I can have an idea that says, "What's your name?" T'Challa. Where are you from? What we call Wakanda, Illinois? I mean, like, is this even real? Like, seriously, look it up. <laughs> Run it, you'll find out. <laughs> and of course, it'd be me. <laughs> Hi, you don't look. At, I changed my name legally. I am from Wakanda, Illinois. I am, I am the mayor of the mayor of Wakanda, Illinois. <laughs> but you may address me as King. <laughs> you may call me Sir Sire. <laughs> Yeah, we got Winter Soldier. He's in the back. <laughs> Let me go get him. Some guy named Stan walks out. Hey, how you doing? I'm the Winter Soldier. What do you mean? Well, I lost my arm in the war, so they gave me this fake one. It's like a real... It's what the claw at the end. <laughs> People just call me Bucky. <laughs> uh. Oh boy, yeah, we have uh, Tony. He's he's the guy who works at the garage. He does all the he does all the detailing on the cars. He's a genius. <laughs> oh, oh, the quaint little town of Marvel characters but all have like that little kind of job they have. The child is the mayor. <laughs> Tony, there's a Tony Stark who happens to be a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? somebody named Steve Rogers is a county clerk at the, uh, <laughs> the city hall 
he's a he's a he's a bailiff. Former U.S. soldier, oh. now bailiff, <laughs> Steve Rogers. Oh God! <sighs> Black Widow is literally a widow who's <laughs> African American, but because they're such a white town, they don't really know that, so they just stole that that backwater racism. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Romanovs? Yeah, he passed away many years ago. Yeah. She's at the Black Widow. <laughs> but, re- really? Yeah, he he came right off of Russia and married this African-American woman, and the kids around her call her Black Widow. I don't get it, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Hold on for a second. In, in this is here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's a little kid running around named Peter with a camera. He loves taking photos. I don't understand it. He's afraid of spiders, though. Go figure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could do that all day. (laughs) Just think of kooky characters in Wakanda, Illinois. (laughs) As a kid, he's a bird watcher. We call him Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) I got this blind kid. We call him Vision. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we got this kid with he's really, really tall, we call him Ant Man. You know, to be ironic. <laughs> he's married to this really anal woman we call her Wasp. <laughs> she very <laughs> She's a white Anglo-Saxon God. The captain of our boxing team, we call him uh, War Machine. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is great. Oh, we got this angry one-eyed guy. We call him Nick. God, he's a pain in the ass, but... He's such a oh, fury. He's so angry. I don't get it. But you know what? When you need him, he's always around. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Welcome to Wakanda, Illinois. <laughs> Uh, you'll marvel at the landscape. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> <laughs> I have somebody in love with kind of listen The mayor's like, hey, it's a great idea. Is there if a- somebody, if, God, please, people, I'm begging you. Please get... If someone from Wakanda, Illinois listens to the show, they got it. They got to email me at Sean at wordswithgigas.com because I need to talk to you. Yes. I got I got, I got plans. <laughs> I'm going to need you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go in, they gotta, yeah, we got this neighboring town guy in a wheelchair. We call him Professor X. <laughs> he's he's kind of with us, but not all the time. <laughs> like, Depends on which way the wind blows. I don't know. And you always know what you're thinking. Yeah. It's amazing. God, it's, he's like a magician. Crazy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, that's a good article. Ed. What's, yeah. what's the second one? Uh, Harrison Ford has some blunt words about John Boyega taking over f- for him in Star Wars. It's weird because I um I like I thought this week was my week, so I pulled I think I pulled that exact article. <laughs> I didn't read it yet, but I, I okay. So uh, what the, what did what the, so Harrison Ford had some feelings about that, re, re, you know, re, in regards to John Bodega like, kind of taking you know, the, taking the, the 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 mantle or the the sword, I guess as they were saying, uh, or like course. the next classman. Yes. So according to Ford, 
I don't know what I thought of it, of that at all. I was there to die, and I didn't really give a rat's ass who had, who had got my sword. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Let's see if I can the do bold this one. Um, I don't know what I thought of that way at all. I, I was there to die, and I, I really give a rat's ass who got my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my falcon. <laughs> uh, according to Baggett, uh, yeah. in, in his best Harrison Force president said, <laughs> Harrison was just like, so that, so that, see that kid, I'm the star. And I, and I said to him, yeah, mate, you're not going to be the star when you get stabbed by Kylo Ren. <laughs> I mean, Harrison never, I don't think ever really. He was never a fan of the, the, the Star Wars universe. It was just a paycheck for him and, I, a, and a way to get to the next movie. You know what? I'm, I, he probably feels that way about Indiana Jones. I, to some people, acting is just a job. I mean, I'm sure. I, okay, look. If I could be an actor, I would want to be a famous actor. You know, I, who doesn't? Like, I think that's the idea. Be, right, yeah. You know, like, if you're going to get in the business, you want to get job after job after job and hopefully that you become a big enough star where the offers come to you and you don't have to go chase them. Right. Right. So you figure Harrison hit that peak in Star Wars. Yes. So like I'm going to say like from now from then until now I'm sure he never really has to go okay and now reading for the part of Mr. Stevens from down the hall is uh, Harrison Ford like yeah. it's usually like Harrison we got this job here's a, a movie role we want you to be the lead it's called Six Days, Seven Nights. Looks kind of fun. <laughs> you know? And he's like, you know what? I'm Harrison Ford. I can do whatever I want. I'll take on this movie. I don't, I don't, I think that, so to him, maybe it's, it's got to be a pain in the ass. I would say any famous actor, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Hugh Jackman, I, to them, there's got to be a point in your career where you got to, like, it's just my job. Thanks. Glad you, glad you were, Glad you're a fan, but it's a paycheck. Yeah, but like some actors really embrace the role. Like I know with Chris Pratt, like he <coughs> he's every time he'll sign autographs for people and you yeah. know to enjoy because now he's at the beginning of the career. I guess you could say now he's hitting the, the big strides in terms of movies yeah. and stuff, doing these big roles. Uh, roles are coming to him. He's not chasing them, right? Yeah. So he's he's thankful for it, and I, I know some. I think actors, I think that's the, the kind of man that he is. Yes, but I mean, like like uh, like if I was that kind of famous person that people are, I mean yeah sure you know like you know it, it, it you do you do go you know it is interrupting my life at one point because maybe you're just eating dinner and you just want to eat dinner and there's people come up there got your picture and you're like right okay. you got a mouthful of food no <laughs> sure come over good you know and you know so, I mean I would be as cordial as I could be you know as as many times as I can be you know as you know type of thing but then eventually it's like you know can I have my dinner and then we'll talk afterwards like yeah you give know, me your number I'll text you <laughs> you know I'll call you over and I'm done and, and you know we can we can, we can do whatever you know I mean I also think too it depends on how long you've been doing a job like maybe Chris Pratt is that appreciative because he's his and star so is is rise. I'm not saying Harrison Ford's star is diminishing, but he's his star has been bright for a very long time. Mm. So maybe that tends to wear on a person. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm assuming that's. Well, I mean, you know, you you gotta figure those Star Wars cast. I mean, they've probably all been stalked at one point in their sure. lives. Sure. 
they've gotten tons of fan mail. They're expecting like replies on, you know, have my heart soul, have my baby. Yeah. You know, you know, constantly, you know, over and over again. It's just like, I'm just a character in a movie. It's doesn't real, you know, like you, you get a life. <laughs> you know, see, I, I kind of get that like in a way, like it could be irritating enough to be that like way, but it's just like, you know, you know, you, 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 bring on this role and all of a sudden it's this huge worldwide yeah. phenomenon and it's like this really brought your career to light to now where you're not chasing roles anymore and it's just like you know I mean you kind of you kind of go well I have to respect the people that you know because right, these guys are these these people pay my salary right and the next role is going to be the next time right. they're going to pay my salary if, if, they, if there's nothing in the box office I might not make as much or right. get the next role after that if it's right. the bombs and it's yeah because because well, I'm a dick you know I, I always say it, you're only as good as your last role so I mean if if I'm an asshole to you and you go you know what fuck that guy I'm not gonna go see his movies then my movie may not be a hit so now I might be at the yes and uh hey remember that guy who was in all those movies he's applying for the clerk in the bank yeah do we give it to him I, I don't know <laughs> like we'll take us out of the movie when someone goes hey wasn't that Harrison Ford like. <laughs> He sucks. Let's not see his movie. You know, so I mean, I guess, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a it's a slippery slope because it's like you don't we don't know because we're not that famous. Well, yeah, we'll never be that famous. <laughs> oh, maybe infamous. <laughs> we're infamous. That means he's more famous. <laughs> but you know, but I, I mean, I, I know in my life, if it was like I had a big role, it was like. And people are, you know, stormy every time. I mean, I would probably do it. I'd probably be, you know, signing autographs and taking selfies, doing cell phone uh, <laughs> messages. And... Okay, look at see if I, I, I don't know. See if I became famous for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. actor. I, I probably want to do the, the con circuit. I like. I want to give back. Yeah. I think, maybe. I don't know. It depends on my mood that day. Like I'm real moody. Like sometimes, like. I don't, I don't like people, but I like gatherings. <laughs> so. That's the thing, though. I mean, like, like cons are like, you know, you schedule it. So it's like right. you don't have to schedule 20, like do a tour. Like a lot of them, like Wizard World and stuff like that, they have like all the cons in right. those major cities. So they expect you to go from city to city week after week. And you go, whoa, like that's. So slow down. Right. Like I'll do Philadelphia or I'll do, you know, my hometown. <laughs> I'll do my tri-state area. But that's better because I'm not leaving that area. Yeah. I'll fly for my job, but. <laughs> I ain't showing up at the Emerald City Comic Con in Washington because it's Washington. <laughs> like, like, come on, like, get me, get me to the you know the big one like San Diego Comic Con. I'm, I'm right there. Like, yeah. But you know, hey, look, it's the Philadelphia Comic Con, not the good one, the small one. <laughs> you know, the one where they kind of have, hey, remember Virgil from wrestling? He's here. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I would probably do the smaller ones just to really blow people's minds. You know, I was just like, the hell is he? Your, your career washed up? I'm like, oh my God, is he is, is he okay? Like, he's here at the... At the at and I'd be like, don't announce it till till the day of. Like, you know, that way, <laughs> the you know, day of. But, but Ed, we want to make money, so we have to announce you. No, no, no. Just kind of walk. Me, word of mouth. It's gonna be, people are going to be rushing in. Like, what are you doing? I paid my ticket just like everybody else. But... Kate Hodder, he's in the next room. Oh, really? I didn't know. I'm sorry. Maybe let me say hi to him. Like, ladies and gentlemen, Ed. Oh my God, Ed! You know, like everyone wants your autograph, and there's 
Kane Hodder, the guy who played Jason on all those films, kind of like, motherfucker, <laughs> took my thunder. He's in line. He's in line now. I'm a f- big fan. I love that show. <laughs> Finally, let me pretend I'm choking you out, Kane. Because <laughs> that's his big move. Yeah. It's the hand around the throat, like he's choking you because he's Jason. Yeah. So I was like, because he's a big dude. But it's like, hey, okay, now I'm going to do it to you because I'm bigger now, huh? <laughs> I choke you now, huh? So that's how we do it here. <laughs> I'm not even use my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I would. I would sit in line. Okay, thanks for thanks for coming. You know, right, here you go. Will you may sign that. Sure, no problem. You may sign. I don't know if I can sign that. Like, <laughs> and you get tattooed. All right, I'll sign it. <laughs> All right, I'll sign your butt. <laughs> what the hell? You only live once. I signed a guy's butt the other day. Maybe like you're on like like Fallon at all. What's the weirdest thing? I signed somebody's butt. I signed somebody's butt. Really? Yeah, it was at the Philadelphia Comic Con. Not the good one, the other one. <laughs> and uh I just kinda did it as a whim. I was in town, I was seeing family, and I was like, Yeah, let me go in. And some guy asked me to sign his butt and I was like, sure and he dropped trowel right there and I was like, ee, 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 ee. and boop. You know, made sure I dotted the eye in the right spot, and then stuck the stuck the pen between the cheeks and mark on the Then went done. <laughs> Heard the guy got it tattooed. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Really? Uh huh. That's the weirdest place. Yeah. There was just one guy who wanted me to draw on his stump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> kind of wanted me to write right around the edge. <laughs> One guy wanted to sign his glass eyes. You could always look at it. <laughs> I'm like, how do you see in a glass eye? And I was like, hey. Signed a pair of dentures once. It was weird. <laughs> they were still in his mouth. Yeah, and he was 30. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the con circuit. What a great grand plan. <laughs> All right, everybody, see we call it a night. A night. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening. Geeksters here, um, but you know that because you downloaded it. But if you can, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Also, follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. If you do ever want to venture out of the safety of the podcast and try to catch the show live, you can on normally on Sunday nights around seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. Just start talking already on those apps. But of course, if you'd like to contact either one of us, you can con- first you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W S. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey!